one, but you can't hide, bitch. Welcome in, everyone, to You Can't Hide, the number one horror movie recap podcast this side of the bathroom. I don't know where this movie is. Uh, the Bronx. Uh, I'm your I'm I'm your host, the tricycle man, Evil Ow, joined by lovely, joined by my lovely co-host, Camp Counselor Ben, Calamity Cat, and Final Girl Bria. How are y'all today? Great, love and life. Ready to play this game? Oh wow! In the game? No, we're not. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get into our first segment, This Week in Horror. Um, the first thing I thought of was that in just mere days, and actually, I think maybe even on the day of this episode coming out, The Conjuring 3 will be out in theaters and on HBO Max for your at-home viewing pleasure. Um, I'm a fan of The Conjuring series. Well, the main two. <laughs> well, really the first one. Uh, yeah, so I'm excited for this. How about you yeah, no, I mean, I, I kind of enjoy the series too. There's some things I like and some things I don't like, but it's got like an, always an awesome cast in those movies. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see it. <clears throat> yeah, I'm a fan of the first one. The second one got very like, how like a lot of James Wan films kind of go, like uh, very like <clears throat> into the further stuff. So I'm just like, girl, that's not what happened, but okay. But now I'm excited for Conjuring 3. I mean, um, I legit watched Conjuring 2 the other day for fun. So yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a kitchen sink, like, through every, like, horror, like, trope yeah. in it. I'm not excited, and I won't be watching. Wow. <laughs> I'll wait for you guys to tell me how it is. Definitive opinion. <laughs> I appreciate it. I did not like the first one, or the second one, the first one especially. I thought the gags got kind of old real quick, or they weren't scary to me. Yeah. Is this one over the... It's not... Is it Amityville Horror over... The... Or like the first telling of everything, right? What? Oh, is this like a, a prequel? This one is one? about someone's like they're trying to. Pr- I think it's. I think it's about they're trying to prove that someone was possessed when he like killed people. Yeah, well, it's not Ronnie DeFeo, is it? Case. Hmm. Like it was a court case, I think, or something. Something, like, yeah. Part of it really happened. Part of it didn't, but yeah, like they yeah. all are sort of half truths. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if it was about William Defoe, the original, or not. Willem Defoe. <laughs> yeah, it was Willem Defoe. <laughs> so this week in horror, I always, I also wanted to let everybody know that the amusement park is coming out by George Romero, and this is like one of his films that never really got out, and so now they're like posthumous. How do you say that? Post. <laughs> Posthumous. Posthumously. Yeah. Like, I was going to say posthumously. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so um, they are releasing it. So I'm super excited. It's going to be on Shutter, I believe, June 8th, maybe. Let me see. Um, yeah, it's coming out. Yeah, this next week. So do you know why it wasn't released? Was it incomplete? I'm just wondering, was it really bad? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like it may have been like. <laughs> It was just—it was too disturbing at the time, is what they're saying. Okay. Oh, wow. It has a lot of like, it has some elder abuse and some things in it that, um, that people were like, no. Okay. So now it's 2021. Now we does. now we love elder abuse. 
Yeah, we see we it. love to see it. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, like it's all contextual, you know, like you got to mm. the, the time. So I'm interested to see it because I really, it's sort of like his take on an educational film and horror. So I, I'm wondering if he was influenced by something like Frederick Wiseman and his documentaries that were so like kind of freaky and, and very disturbing at the time, like Titty Cut Follies. So I want to see where he, where he was kind of thinking and what he was going for with it. So I'm, I'm super excited to see it. Um, and if you guys haven't seen his very like little known, little seen vampire film, Martin, please check that out because that is like one of his best films and no one's really seen it because it's not about zombies. Oh, cool. Well, I'll definitely have to check both of those out. Pardon, but did you say titty cup horror? <laughs> titty cup horror. <laughs> <laughs> it's about like so it's a documentary that Frederick Wiseman did which I'm a big fan of his work he uh, he went into this Massachusetts um, mental institution in uh, I think the 60s and he filmed he had full access and he saw some it was pretty horrific about what they did to people back then and how they managed their their care and so he kind of exposed a lot of stuff it it was banned like in the US for a really long time because of what it uncovered and what it showed. And they, the, the uh, people in the hospital put on this little um, show every year called the Titty Cut Follies. And that is where that name comes from. But if you've never seen the documentary, it's, it's, it's worth seeing at least once. It's very disturbing, but it's worth seeing. Nice. I wonder if they got that, like the inspiration for American Horror Story, cause that's kind of like for season two, kind of like what they did with that. Yeah. Or Geraldo, I think. It was one of the two. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of George Romero, I feel like I read the other day that his his wife is trying to get like his last uh, of the dead zombie movie, like in the series made or something like that. I think so, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see how that pans out. But yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's like 10 of them in the series and I like three of them are good but hey i mean whatever that'd yeah, be cool to finish I mean, not all of them i haven't loved all of them either uh so the early ones are really the best ones i think so mm-hmm. i love the hey. dead fake horror fan here but i didn't know there was a series well it's like night of the living dead day of the dead land of the dead Diary of the Dead. Okay, Sean of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. Oh yeah, Dawn of the Dead. Obviously, yes. Sean of the Dead. I love that series. (laughs) There's the uh, Spanish language Juan of the Dead. I think that's a Juan of the Dead. dead, All right. Well, is that all we have for this week in horror? Yeah, that's all I got. All right. Well, speaking of James Wan, this week's movie is the this is the first time I'm doing this uh, uh, transition. This is a brand new transition. Um, speaking of James Wan, this week we are doing uh, the original James Wan film, SAR. Um, it's from what, like 2001? No. It's 2004. Yeah. Okay. And it's James Wan and Lee Wan L or the co-creator oh there's multi yeah, yeah. Lee, Lee oh, L wow. did it too like so he you know recent most recently invisible man was his and mm-hmm. uh what was it uh what's the other one? Oh gosh it was really good i can't remember the what one. was it 
Um, oh yeah, I just looked at this too. I didn't realize that he was also oh and I mean he's insidious. Well he's the actor in Insidious. Well and he was I yeah, guess he, he was did, he was the director. He did Insidious yeah, and then he, he did, did Insidious. Upgrade? Um, yeah, he did upgrade. He did upgrade and he did Invisible. Oh yeah, upgrade. I really love that movie. I did too, yeah. Dead Silence. Is that the other one you're thinking about? That one's funny. <laughs> I <laughs> love Dead Silence. <laughs> I think it makes me laugh, but. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, okay. So, um, saw so the movie begins. We have a man waking up in a tub in a dark bathroom. He is, his leg is chained to the wall. And this really took me back to, you know, sophomore year of college. My God. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, there's been a few times I've woken up in the bathtub, just kind of confused. <laughs> But I was taking a bath and took a nap, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And you still had both kidneys. <laughs> yeah, I saw both kidneys. <laughs> the liver—that's what—that's what was questionable. The function of that, oh, yeah, probably not. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he wakes up. I think his name is Adam. I didn't write it down until like the very end of the outline, but I think his name was Adam. Uh, he's, you know, if you wake up in a bathroom that's dark and you're chained to a wall, you're like, "What the fuck?" So he's like, he's like you know, yelling for help. Um, there's another person in there with him and he's like hey turn the lights on and he's like what if i could but then he immediately does turn the lights on um and they're like blinded because they've been in the dark for ever and in the center of the room is a dead man who like i guess like shot himself in the head and then he has like Mm -hmm. an audio recorder um that's when they realize that they both have tapes in their pockets and i don't notice i don't know how you don't notice something in your pants like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I feel like I would have noticed like a tape. Um, but yeah, basically they're they're just like kind of vague messages uh for Adam and then for the doctor, who's the other guy. I don't remember his name, I just call him the doctor. Larry or Lawrence. Lawrence. <laughs> Is it Larry? <laughs> yeah. Well it's Lawrence, but I think he, he calls him Larry a few times. Okay. Yeah, well the doctor's tape says that he has to kill Adam by six PM. Otherwise, he's going to kill him and his family. So, and he he is basically told to that the that the the man who killed himself in the middle of the room had poison in his blood, and that's why he's like, when you have that much poison in your blood, there's no reason to stay alive or something like that. And basically, he was wanting him to use the the blood to kill Adam by poisoning him with it. Uh, and the toilet tank they find saws, which you know, I guess that's how we got the title. And they use them to try and cut the chains from their legs, but right away one of the saws breaks because uh, it's some, it's like the thickest chains I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> Very heavy duty. Good equipment, yeah. He was smart. Yep, and that's when Lawrence is like, "Wait, we're not meant to cut the chains. We're meant to cut through our feet." And that's when the doctor says, "I think I might know who." Who did this? And then we get like a nice little flashback to a crime scene where guess who's there? Danny Glover. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it gets very elaborate from there. And there's all these like inconsistent jump cuts through. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Um, I did so not it flashes enjoy that. like, yeah, like the monitor that the supposed um, killer or whatever is torturer. Mm-hmm is like looking at versus 
what Danny Glover's monitor and it flashes back and forth sometimes you don't know which one and then you figure out which one it is and then yeah the flashback is this whole story of of you know who this person is and you learn a little bit more about how this person is killing people um the doctor gets pulled into the case and I forget exactly how now I was gonna say at the crime scene for the gentleman who was covered in like the <laughs> gentleman the, the one that was the covered wire? yeah no no, no. this was no. the one where he was covered in all like the, the uh, flammable, flammable substance yeah oh. they i guess they saw a peephole they went behind there and they found the doctor's um little like light okay and i guess it had his um it had his like fingerprints on it so that's how he got connected so they're like you doing this bruh yeah, so I guess just if, if you haven't seen this movie, uh, I mean, surely I feel like it's pretty hard to not know the premise, but basically Saul is the, the, the villain in Saul is a guy named Jigsaw. He basically gets his victims to uh, kill themselves or like seriously maim themselves uh, in order to like escape his traps that he set up. Um, a few of it, let's just go over the traps real quick because I have them pulled up actually. Um, we have like we mentioned already there's there's a wire maze and it's this guy um, he basically has to like go through like a labyrinth of wires to try and get up through the door before the timer goes up yeah because I think um, his was like it's locked forever cut himself he was like you either have the choice to recut yourself and inflict that pain uh, or yeah. stay here and like just starve to death and die yeah because all the all the puzzles and stuff are like stuff that uh, they have put onto the world so he's like, this is going to be your choice. You can either feel the pain that you've given to others or you can just like stay here. Yeah. And so he tries to escape through the wires, but bleeds out. Um, the other one, like I mentioned before, there was a guy who um, had to like all over the wall. It's just like a billion combinations. And he has to use this little candle in the middle of the room to read them and try to unlock the safe to um, get the antidote for this poison that he has in him. But he's like covered in like flammable gel. And the candle eventually melts down and he, you know, catches on fire and dies. Um, another one of the traps is the reverse spare trap, which is on Amanda Young, who's I think the only person we know of that survived. Hmm. Um, she, in order to get the bear trap off her head, which would have just like um, basically ripped her jaw off, I guess. Yeah. Uh, she had to like cut the key out of her husband's stomach, um, who was like paralyzed with like an opiate or something and so she did she just cut that hoe open and got the key um later on there's like a there's a guy like strapped to a chair and there's like drills going towards his neck so yeah you, you get the point it's just like a lot of these fucked up traps where um it's like to teach them a lesson or it's usually something they they had some kind of vice and it's like to teach them like a morality tale or like make them appreciate their life or whatever which is really kind of lame yeah <laughs> Is that her husband that she has to take? This? I thought yeah. it was just a sh- oh, was it? I thought it was just like some stranger. Yeah, because he's like this dead man. You have to get this key out of this dead man's stomach. Oh, it's not. And her husband. he's not it's dead. Just, yeah, it is just a man. Yeah. You're right. You're right. He's not dead. Well, she stabs him anyway. And yeah, so I'm going to town. This whole premise, like, it bothers me because, like, couldn't you use it for good? Like, couldn't you like Dexter some people up or something, or find some really good people to torture? Like, I feel like this is like. <laughs> average like sins right like oh yeah like, i think like gonna take every drug addict who has an issue and it's an addiction <laughs> thank you is a disease so let's not mm-hmm. this is like very outdated 
Yeah. And then then like a guy who cheats on his wife or like I don't know like or or can't cure you or, like you're upset. I don't I just you know, yeah, there's some shady dealings going on, but can you not find real people to <laughs> that are terrible like yeah i don't really get what the doctor did but anyways back to (laughs) the doctor being dragged in um his pen light was found at the scene of the murder like 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 y'all had said um so that's when danny glover aka detective tap was like hey where were you last night and he's like lol cheating on my wife (laughs) (laughs) so um so he was able to you know that's a pretty solid alibi um and then we're introduced to Amanda. Like I said, she's the one with the bear trap on her head. She kills, she cuts the guy open. Um, and then for some some reason, uh, Danny Glover ends up asking, you know, because he knows that Jigsaw thinks he's like helping these people uh, like appreciate life or whatever. And she he tap asks her like, all right, why well, are you thankful to Jigsaw? And she's like, he helped me. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's a red flag if you think that. Um, <laughs> Forcing you to murder someone is uh, helping you. So back in the bathroom, they realize that they are, that there's two-way glass and that they're being watched. Um, Doctor is showing the doctor, I guess Lawrence is showing Adam a picture in his wallet. That's when um, Adam finds a picture of his wife and daughter bound with a caption. Something about you, you you see better in the dark and X marks the spot. Um, that's when we cut to the doctor's family. They're at his house. They're bound. Danny Glover is watching the captor like through the window. And for some reason seems to think it's still the doctor. I don't like it's clearly not him. I don't I don't I yeah. confused. No, it was weird because I think he had a line. He was like, he said something like I think he did though, because he was like, Oh, who's there with your wife or something? And uh and I'm just like, wouldn't that be a red flag? Like either way, like see a stranger in the window. Have you been watching this person for so long? Well, I feel- he had like did he have a monitor too maybe i'm like confusing well he had well so danny glover had the classic like psychopath like news clippings all over the wall and like (laughs) the the thread connecting stuff and like i'm pretty sure like tv monitors but they're like surveillance monitors yeah and he's like peeking like um rear window style with like binoculars (laughs) it's just like yeah it's poor guy there's a lot um yeah, and so Danny Glover is in his little creepy surveillance room, and he's watching one of the Jigsaw videos where Billy the Puppet um, is talking, and and he he notices like a gang sign on on like a garage door or something or a wall, um, and also like noises, which gives gives him away a location because that gang conveniently was only in like four blocks or something. Yeah, that part <laughs> made me laugh. <laughs> no, um, Got a small territory, <laughs> right? In New York, like. <laughs> Um, yeah so him and his partner go to the warehouse and that's where they find like a model of the bathroom they find billy the doll the creepy little um doll that's on the on the tricycle and they also find a pig mask Uh, but also they find a man that's bound uh strapped to the chair with the the drill trap that we talked about earlier um but they can't help him because that's jigsaw conveniently shows up right then (laughs) yeah this part like made me laugh because like you they legit gave away like most of the movie just like it's like the middle of the movie i know <laughs> and then like uh i'm like why would y'all not just like i would just shoot him in the leg like i wouldn't have hesitated or like that's why i don't get i'm like for y'all being cops i was like y'all like to shoot and ask questions later i was like where was that in this movie <laughs> yeah, <But never> so- <laughs> in 
like yeah, never a movie. <laughs> in yeah. Hollywood, it's like the exact opposite. You don't shoot at all. Like, are you? They're real patient. Yeah, yeah, they have like two guns on him, and then they just like have him on the ground, and then he triggers the trap, um, and then Danny Glover is like, "I'll take care of the trap. You go get him," or or the other way around, whatever. Yeah. Um. So. I think it was the other cop that shoots the trap and then Danny oh yeah Danny Glover like has Jigsaw cornered he's like he's like has him at gunpoint but then uh Jigsaw like slits his throat and yeah, then he, it's yeah, like, yeah. Some like kind of hidden knife projectable uh-huh. out of his wrist yeah mm-hmm. very Assassin's like everyone Creed style. does and so he's he's not able to <laughs> I yeah got literally no literally he gets Assassin's Creed hard he does <laughs> um but yeah so he's trying to well obviously he can't chase him because he got a slit throat so his partner goes after him <clears throat> but he like triggers a tripwire which like shotguns him in the head from above um yep yeah so and then, that's uh donald donald glover danny glover still like <laughs> finds his way down there to watch everything like donald glover's dad danny <laughs> Mm-hmm. Canon, but yeah, like fully, like fully, like throat slit. He like stumbles down everything just to watch his partner like die. And uh, we should say this whole scene is a flashback. Yeah, this yeah. is this. Yeah, so this a happened... very elaborate flashback. Yeah. Well, my thing is, you he knows all this all this info so ahead of time, apparently of like the present timeline, but he still thinks it's the doctor. Like clearly, this is not the doctor, but. Yeah, whatever that make any sense yeah so <laughs> we go back to the bathroom um they turn they cut the lights out they find the x on the wall they punch through it there's a there's like a phone that can only receive calls it can't make them i guess that's the thing um there's also like cigarettes uh and then jigsaw um has like a little note in there basically telling him like oh yeah put the cigarette in the blood and then adam will smoke it and die um that's when the <clears throat> that's when the doctor realizes um, how sketchy it is that the guy knew like to turn out the lights and find the X, and that's when he Adam reveals to him like, hey, like yeah, there's this picture of your family tied up. <laughs> and <laughs> I would he took it a lot better than I did. I would have been um, very upset. Well, I think he knew like you know he gets it like oh you don't want me to kill you like <laughs> he understands. Um, I don't know if we ever mentioned that Adam is played by Lee Wanell himself, who's the co-creator of the Saul. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot yeah. about that. He's cute. <laughs> yeah. And and Lawrence is played by bride bridesmaid or <laughs> the princess father, bride. Princess bride. Car- yeah. Carrie Elwes. Yeah. <laughs> As you wish. As you wish. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like maybe like he should have not have acted in it and maybe focused on the directing a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I I thought it was <laughs> wow. weird to have uh, a recognizable actors as your leads and then have him. <laughs> you didn't think he was a Quentin Tarantino type. A little, a little like no. a lot, a little, a lot self-indulgent. Like, Well, maybe the Quentin Tarantino connection is the cutting of the feet. Well, yeah. he was better as um, Specs yeah. in the Insidious series. I think that was more suited to yeah. his talents. Yeah. But Oh my god, I'm just learning about everything. He was Specs? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to get rewatch it because he was cute. <laughs> so with the the newfound cigarette and instructions to poison Adam, 
Now that's when Lawrence is like, you know what? Let's go ahead and try and fake this real quick. So they, <laughs> they, they like uh, pretend to poison Adam, and he overacts like ridiculously. <laughs> um, and he's like, uh, <laughs> and then he just like falls down dead. Um, and they're like, and then that's when Lawrence is like, I did it. Are you happy? And then all of a sudden you just hear, and like uh, <laughs> Adam's leg gets shocked through the the chain. Um, and, and obviously, you know, when you're getting electrocuted, you're not going to play dead because probably hurts. There she goes. <laughs> um, shortly after, they get a phone call. It's from the doctor's daughter. Um, his wife says not to believe Adam's lies and that he knew him before today. And, and you know what that means? It's time for a big reveal. <laughs> <laughs> it turns, huh? obviously <laughs> it turns out that guess what adam was doing surveillance on him he was taking pics of him uh when he was on his way to the fair when he was leaving his house i feel like you can't just take pictures of people leaving their house without context i feel like that's not really that like incriminating but i feel like they were they were all like during the day <laughs> of him leaving his house <laughs> um so i was like oh cool his wife you know knew and was like hired this guy to to expose his ass but no it turns out he was paid by a man named bob <laughs> to tell him and i was like wait who and then he starts describing it's like this this uh black guy with like a scar on his throat and then he's like detective tap <laughs> and so it turns out it was don't, don't, don't. it was giving me like real gangster paradise vibes where like michelle's pfeiffer's like walking through like the darkness <laughs> and then you just see her face i'm like ah, michelle pfeiffer who are you mm-hmm that's a good um, reveal. Yeah, and so Adam has that's when he pulls out like all these pictures and to show him like, yeah, that's true. I was taking all these pics. And so Adam notices someone in the doctor's house in one of the pictures that isn't Lawrence. Uh, and that's when Lawrence realize, recognizes him as one of the guys from the hospital. And he's like, I'm going to get that son of a bitch. And it's like, no, you're chained to a bathroom. <laughs> and right at this time is when the clock strikes six. And that means they're out of time. So Jigsaw um, looks at the <laughs> looks at the clock and goes to his wife, who's tied up. And in the meantime, like right before that, we see that she untied herself. And so she has him call the doctor to tell him that they failed. And that's when she like attacks him and like steals his gun. They're having like a little scuffle. And Lawrence can just hear like gunshots on the phone. And he's like, because uh. <laughs> I mean, obviously, that'd be excruciating to have to just be helplessly listening to probably yeah, your wife just, getting shut up well i mean there's a lot of screaming going on and mm-hmm. uh, like uh it's very it's very sad his little girl and his mm-hmm. wife yeah it's but, uh yeah not nice to hear that <laughs> but he's also just like lose he's losing it in a way like he hasn't lost it before yeah like, he's going he's crazy right now. about everything before um so this is his breaking point at this at this time yeah i guess this kind of just makes it like obviously it's real to him the whole time because like he's chained to a wall but hearing his wife being like attacked like i would have thought maybe like oh it's just a bluff to get me to kill this guy um but yeah he really just like you said it's like he breaks um but thankfully danny glover shows up (laughs) to try to save the day um they end up in a car chase which is like totally real and not just like a green screen (laughs) green screen i 
I love like I don't know why, but the whole time like sometimes like during the cuts of the movies like it just like remind me of like one of those like Scooby Doo or something like where like they would cut between the cars, and like it's just like it's just that shot of them in the car like driving with like fake lights around them, and I'm like it just takes me out of the movie. I'm just like, uh, I mean, is... there's there's been films that have done it like with purpose, like that have mm-hmm. done it very well, like Cape Fear for example. Scorsese has done something like that where it's like part of it like you're supposed to be taken to that sort of like um a nod to maybe the original cape fear and Mm -hmm. also like that kind of look so there's people who have done it well but it's so annoying when it's done just really really bad (laughs) it felt like it was trying to go for like that gritty jarring cut style of like 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 a fight club or something maybe where it's like this is very like the streets and dangerous and you know maybe there's like a (laughs) maybe there's like a mental psychological aspect to it but no there's not Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so so tap and jigsaw we presume are in a car chase and they they go to the warehouse where they're being held i think um and that's when the phone rings again and i guess lawrence in his um panic like hit through the phone or something because now it's out of reach you can't really reach it uh, and that's when he starts going he, he really goes crazy here he's like i'm gonna cut my foot off and so he cuts his foot off and so he's free um outside tap and jigs are struggling and tap gets shot he really takes a beating in this movie mm-hmm. yeah they do not <laughs> like him <laughs> yeah and Damn, so <laughs> yeah lawrence is like automatically bleeding out i mean i guess sure i guess you cut your foot off yeah, I guess that would happen, but it's an extremity. Yeah, totally <laughs> his face is totally gray. Yeah, he's, he yeah, looks, like he, that went really fast. I'm like, is that real? Does that do that? I like don't know. He instantly got ashy, and he's crawling towards the gun, uh, and then he shoots at him. And I don't know. I never noticed how bad he he was in acting. He was like, oh, "I'm gonna get you. I have to." for my family and i'm like what you're dying you're not 80 like i was like really confused by this acting choice right here but uh immediately after he shoots adam and you know we assume kills him because he looked dead uh jigsaw comes in and tells him he's too late and turns out adam isn't dead he attacks jigsaw and then just bashes his head in with like the toilet tank cover and that's when adam is looking for a key on his body because you know he's like oh obviously the guy who rigged all this up is going to have the key. Um, but he, instead, he finds a tape recorder. Guess what? Time for another big reveal. <laughs> he plays the tape. And it turns out that he's not Jigsaw. He's just another pawn. And he actually, this was like his own trial or whatever. Um, and so just then, after that revelation, the dead body in the middle of the floor comes to life. Uh, it peels off like the the gunshot wound which is apparently just like a prosthetic uh we learned his real name is john and he's like a cat some kind of like a cancer patient and he's sick of people not appreciating their blessings and the 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 games are intended to make them appreciate life because he's dying of cancer so people need to appreciate what they have Um, i did enjoy that scene where he comes to life and he think he's been just yeah that's (laughs) up in his head yeah, yeah, when he comes alive, that's a cool scene. But I don't. How did how did Zepp, who is the guy that we thought was Jigsaw saw until now, how did he do? You know something. What is his fault? Because he's the one who thought that, you know, John or whatever his name was was like more than just a terminal cap- 
cancer patient, he speaks up to the doctor when in the scene where he's talking about him. Um, and he's like, oh, he's a really neat guy or whatever. And he just gets kind of pushed aside by Dr. Larry. So I don't know. I was curious about that. I don't understand the motivations of any of these characters. Like, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Yeah, and I like, that was played was. by Michael Emerson, by the way, who always plays really great. Oh, that guy. Is it the guy from Lost? Yeah, yeah. he's the oh, guy okay. from Lost in the other show with Jim Caviezel. Yeah, he, really he always plays like bad guys, which is great. Like he does a really good job at it. Yeah. For me, he looked just similar enough to Tobin Bell where I'm like, wow, Tobin Bell really aged like shit in like 20 years. <laughs> I was like, wow, I didn't know he was so wow. young. <laughs> yeah, it made me wonder. I'm like, did they recast him as, to- as Tobin know. Bell after this one? Because he looks does look similar with the spiky hair. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he comes back to life and just leaves the room and locks the door and we hear Adam screaming through the beginning of the credits and yeah, I feel like for like a minute into the credits, he's like, ah. yeah. <laughs> he did also tell him that like the sucky part is like uh, he did tell him like the way that he could have escaped was that little like on that little light that was flashing in the beginning. There is a key attached to it, which was his escape, but it went down the drain. Yeah, yeah he's like the keys are the tub. <laughs> he's like, yeah, you could have. He's like, you could have left here a long time ago if you didn't uh, let that key go down. Don't worry, guys. Adam is back in the sequels. <laughs> Spoiler. In case you're wondering. Of course. Which I know you what? were. Actually, yeah, I haven't really... Put himself back in the movie again. <laughs> is he a lot? Like, is it... Because I, I haven't really seen any of the... Like, well, I... maybe we'll cover it in our next review. No, it's like the next week. <laughs> no, because, like, I've, I've never really watched any of the songs because, like... Um, There's a lot going on. Well, yeah, now that I also do like, I'm not like a big like gore fan. Well, let's get like... into the let's get into the ak ak. Okay, there you go. Well, because because I, I mean, you know, yeah, that yeah, that, that's <laughs> there's uh, lots. Yeah, we could keep discussing things. About and I, yeah, I have some fun facts about okay, the okay. movie to share. Um, the Saw was originally a short film, so it was just one scene of the movie. And oh wow. Juan and Winnell um, shopped it. That's what they used to shop it around Hollywood. Um, and that's how they got um, the A-list actors of Carrie Owens and Danny Glover to star because they saw the short and were interested. Um, yes. I think uh, Danny Glover... Oh, no. The, the girl that played the um, heroin addict, she turned it down at first because she thought it was too gory but um when she read the script she liked it um it was filmed in only 18 days um originally what that tracks yeah seems legit um they really (laughs) originally wasn't going to have a lot of blood and gore but um if it was added as it was shot um the, there was no jigsaw in the original concept. Um, they just thought they'd spice it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. He, the, the pig mask, like spice it up a little bit. Yeah. And, oh yeah. And by the way, he's called Jigsaw. <laughs> I guess we should mention he's called uh, Jigsaw because when the, when his victims kill them, I guess kill themselves technically, 
he cuts like a little jigsaw piece out of their flesh puzzle piece yeah. and also well, and, and everything's a puzzle in the game right like yeah. everything yeah. this is a precursor yeah. to escape rooms you know <laughs> and there were there were a couple films like this before saw which was like cube and cube, some yeah. other ones yeah like I that reminds you of this um so so yeah this was definitely what heightened the interest in order to get to the to the to the time when they actually made escape rooms well, i think it was like 2012 is when the first one actually happened mm. um but this was definitely the precursor to that yeah and can we also real quick talk about the line that lawrence says where he's like yeah jigsaw's technically not a murderer murderer because he finds out a way for his victims to kill themselves i was like i don't think that's how that works so. yeah manson didn't kill anybody like- <laughs> <laughs> exactly no, as I said earlier, because uh, I think you're like, well, he heals his victims. Like, well, his victims kill themselves. He just kind of sets everything up for them. Mm-hmm. And and I'm assuming this is one of the first of the torture porn movies. Yeah, With like host- um, was hostile like right after. Yeah, like hostile entrevistas and and stuff that came later in the 2000s. Wrong turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, the 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 whole uh, early 2000s array of very graphic horror, um, which mm-hmm. it's not unusual. Like we had slasher films that did that before. It's just a little bit different because now you're getting into territory that's not really um, fun and funny mm-hmm. or interesting in the kills. It's more like, let's draw this out, the scene out as much as we possibly can to make you sick. And like, that's the part that gets a little... Yeah. Okay, it's no longer like really that great. Like it's just like how much can we turn your stomach and and how long will yeah. you watch this? And that's not fun, right? I don't know. Yeah. No, that definitely like I think I've I think I've probably seen up like maybe like one or two like saw two, and then after that I kind of just gave up on it. I was like, this is just like a lot. Like I love horror, but like I just don't like gore horror. Like where it's like. I mean, I love gore, but I just don't like this sort of like drawn out torture kind of drama stuff. You know, yeah. like. I don't want to mix like I'd rather have my Michael Myers or or somebody else like do like crazy stuff to people and that's funny or like or silly or like it looks cool because they did some really good um, like you know zombie movies and things like that where they're doing really cool special practical effects or like creature movies and that's a lot of gore but it's it's done in a way where it's not like really like why am i watching this like yeah. it's not like glamorizing the act of murder exactly. yeah. <laughs> gratuitous in a way it's gratuitous but and, it's not like and the, the i, I feel know. like the difference too between like a michael and a freddie and this is like those are like clearly like kind of mythological fantastical kind of things and this exactly. is just like yeah. and this is more There's just like a psycho of non-reality to it yeah mm-hmm. and also like i'm a virgin and i don't camp so like i feel pretty safe <laughs> oh my god from them no yeah because there's definitely movies like uh, i think it's like demons and demons too it's like a like the french funds or whatever and like those are like gory too but like i don't know like i'm okay with those oh like, martyrs like martyrs is another yeah. one <laughs> yeah like like those are okay with me I'm like i'm fine with those but like i don't know why like these like these movies i'm just like eh, i i can do it like again like with all the ones that are coming out around this time i was like i can do without those i'm yeah fine. well let's get straight into ack ack or whack whack i feel like we already know uh Calamity Cat and Councilor uh, <laughs> Ben's opinion. Uh, so let's go ahead and start with you. Go ahead, um, Cam Councilor Ben. Go ahead. Nah. Um, oh wait, are we doing um, one out of on? one out of ten pickheads? Uh, bridge wraps. 
bear traps? Okay. No, um, saws. Saws. Obviously oh saws. Obviously saws. <laughs> Bone saws? Okay. Um, I would probably give it... I would probably say like a six, six bones, six saws, <laughs> six bones. <laughs> well, I was gonna say bone saws, but six, six saws. Um, again, like I, I like like the horror and everything of the aspect. Like it's, it's, it's a good movie to me. But again, like I'm not like the whole like cutting your foot off and like gory or things like that. I'm just like mm, I can do without it. Or uh, like someone getting like their like neck or like their like, like their face like bear trapped reversed. Like I, I'm okay with it, but um, I don't know. I'm just like it's a little more gorier than what I would want to go with, I guess. So I'm gonna go with six. All right, pumpkin spice lady. What is your what are your thoughts? Oh uh, yeah, um, this is a three sauce. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> it's just a really bad first movie. Like, and and a lot of people have them, right? Like, there's a lot of technical mistakes in this movie. There's a lot of issues with how the editing's done, how the flashbacks were conceived, like the storyline itself, the mythology, like everything is really not done well. And so had it been done a little bit better, a little bit more nuanced, I think it would have been a really awesome movie. The premise is really good and the story is really good, as Ben said. It's just that the execution was crap. That's my yeah. take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... I give it a nine out of 10 saws. Wow. Um, I first saw this like right when it came out. I think I was in like maybe like a freshman. Wait, 2004? Yeah, I was in like middle school, I think. Very frat bro. Um, and I, I think this is like right when I had been in a horror maybe like two years. And I was like so jealous of people that grew up with like Jason's and like Freddy's and like all these franchises that came out like every few years. And this kind of like evolved into that franchise that I unex- unexpectedly became like that 10 part franchise. And it was like so redundant and so unnecessary and I couldn't get enough of it. And I watched it every time. And I don't know, it has a special place in my um, uh, rotted pig's heart. And so, yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm think... representative. Like I, I will say that you're representative of a lot of people. Like yeah, I am probably I... like the nun. I'm not the norm here. Yeah, no, no. I'm like, and you I do can own all of the movies. Yeah, no, I can, I can fully accept. Like, it's not a good movie, but I think there's enough of a plot twist. You know, a few times there's to, for, to where the at least on first viewing, you're like, oh shit, like there's at least something here. There was a making um, of a good movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really do think that. I agree with that. It's just. Yeah, they just didn't pull it off. Yeah, I mean, did, did I watch it last night for the first time in probably a decade and think, oh, I thought this was Zodiac. I thought a lot of the movie was Zodiac <laughs> and it wasn't. Um, sure, that did happen. Um, did I fast forward through probably half of it? Yes, yeah. that did happen. Oh uh, <laughs> but I still... <laughs> Me today watching it during work. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I still love um, the franchise as a whole. And I think it's like, I don't know, for me, it's just fun. It's like so senseless and stupid violence. Um, I just try not to take it too too seriously. Like, like I feel like there's a lot of horror movies where you can really get into it and and it'd be like invested in the characters. And for me, I'm like, no, I just have to not care about any of these people because <laughs> they true. are gonna they are gonna get hacked apart. Well, like Hostel Two is the same way. Like you hate <laughs> all those people. Like you want them to die uh-huh. no matter what. Mm. So it makes it a little easier, right? Yeah, and I love just how ridiculous like the the, the characters' storylines get weaved throughout. Like. Jigsaw gets killed off like 
saw three i think maybe four yeah and there's still like five more somehow after yeah, that yeah that's like, what i was gonna say too i was like they did have like a really good whole like concept of like after everything like how everything like weaved together like there was like multiple storylines and like how everybody and like certain characters played parts in this bit this and that but then like after a while it was just like so mud like muddied and i was like <laughs> it makes no sense now. yeah it was the perfect I- premise <laughs> to have like a cult movie right like yeah not, not in the cult concept but like an actual cult like it to spin off i mean is that even what it it's saying it is now kind of because like well because like you have like your i, I well obviously we, the i it's probably gonna explain a little bit more in the new movie like spiral but i think like because he has like his apprentice i watched a whole like youtube video of like the breakdown of like everybody and like it was supposedly more or less like he has his apprentice who he teaches everything to who he wants to carry on. Yeah, well, don't spoiler like... spiral for me, but um, basically <laughs> with, with this movie, yeah, I mean, like... It's not spiral, but okay. Uh, Amanda comes back in the next one, and there's just, like, a lot. There's just a lot. I don't know. There's a lot for me to want to keep coming back. And did I watch all of them in, like, one day? And by the end, I was like, God, hope they never make another one. Yes, but <laughs> well, that's not the point. Um, <laughs> so 9 out of 10 for me. Uh, final Girl, Brie, you get the final word. What are your thoughts? All right. Um, I won't read around the bush. I give this movie a 4.5 <laughs> songs out of 10. Um, yeah, I have a lot of the same problems that Calamity Cat has with it. Mm-hmm. Um, the ordering of the story is really terrible. Um, I prefer the later films when it is just more of kind of the puzzles in the different rooms as they move throughout. Mm-hmm. Um the flashbacks were really ineffective and confusing um and i thought that danny glover was kind of misused um i didn't really like detective tap um i felt you know it was just i didn't (laughs) didn't like that whole storyline with the two detectives um Mm -hmm. and uh yeah and i didn't even care about dr larry and adam and all they they, we didn't get enough information or enough to know them enough to even care like a little bit whether they died or (laughs) lived at the end so i feel like in the later series they really improve upon it and there are recurring characters in the series that we get to know and we like um and we care more about them um so it was a good start of a, a series that got better as it went on, um, but this movie itself was um, kind of poorly done, in, in my opinion. Um, so that's why I give it a 4.5. Yeah. I think Saw is one of those weird franchises where you can argue none of them are good, but they're kind of all the exact same. Like they're like, <laughs> like there's not necessarily like a huge dip in quality. Like they're kind of, it's like, oh yeah, there's traps, people die. Well, and I can see how that's comforting, <laughs> like you said, because like you always know what you're gonna get, right? Like, uh-huh. there's no surprises. It's just gonna be the same kind of movie, which is which is good for people. People love that, so um, I can see the appeal. That's why horror movies make money. Yeah, that's why the sequels make money, and they keep making them. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I'm happy to announce my spinoff pod. Um, you can't uh, jigsaw, and I'm going to be doing a no. 19 part series on no. small movies uh, featuring interviews from Tobin Bell, uh, Kristen Bell, all the Bell family will be there. <laughs> Drake, uh, Drake Bell will be there. Oh, no. 
<laughs> All the episodes are longer than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I have some more fun facts I want to finish. Okay, okay. Um, Jigsaw was inspired by migraines that Lee Wanell had. Um, he was having really bad migraines and he wondered if he had to get an MRI done um, and they might tell him he had a vicious brain tumor. Um, and instead of telling him like, you have two years to live, make it your best. He reduced it down to 10 minutes to live. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know it's kind of weird, but that's the most dramatic thing I've ever heard. Um, I thought I had a brain tumor. So now I'm going to make this whole <laughs> movie yeah. about this psychopath. <laughs> Um, they were um, influenced by the Blair Witch Project and a small um, budget. Um, the budget for Saw was 700000 And you could tell in the car chase scene, right? <laughs> um, and the Jigsaw puppet is handmade. It was made by James Wan himself. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's I was gonna I say, um, you can actually see Jigsaw or the puppet in uh, Dead Silence. Billy, they have like, oh. yeah, yeah, they have like a little like cutaway scene, and you can like it's a Jigsaw uh, puppet there. How do we know his name is Billy? I thought it was just Jigsaw. No, Jigsaw, Jigsaw is Tobin from, Bell. Tobin Bell. Let me is look it, up Billy the puppet. Was, how do we know is he referred to? Billy? I don't think he's referred to Billy. Is he? You just named him Billy. <laughs> me. Yeah, Albert kept saying Billy. So I, I didn't no, Billy it's canon. Here, let me send the link. I had no idea. I mean, do I remember him ever being called Billy? No, but for some reason I knew. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird because I know that they're like the the yeah Billy the puppet because it's weird because there's a puppet named Billy in the Dead Silence movie too. They Is that an origin Billy. story? No, that movie just makes me laugh. It's so bad. <laughs> Which one? Dead Silence. I hated. I hated it the first time I saw it, like in theaters. And then, like years later, I was like, "Let me watch that again." And I was See, just laughing and laughing. That was another one laugh, too. Yeah. <laughs> it had like a good premise, but like the execution was just kind of weird. I mean, it was fun to watch because of that reason, because it was so hor- horrible. Like it yeah. made me crack up. Like it was like a good, like bad movie. Yeah, I love a puppet movie, except for like <laughs> yeah. Annabelle One. I don't. I don't. No, that, that one made me laugh too, though. No. They love and... Puppet Master. Yes. Those full like moon, full moon uh, productions. Annabelle <laughs> 2, I tried to watch. It was terrible. Oh, Which gosh, one is no. that? Awakening? No, The Creation. No. Uh, whatever one that's in the. There's Is there four? If it's the f- no, because you have Annabelle, There's... which it takes over the. Isn't the it just couple. Annabelle? Yeah, Annabelle and is then the, the couple. No, it's creation, and then and that's how home. they started, and then, then it's um home. Yeah, it comes home. Which Going I guess three. I guess homecoming was, you know, uh, off the table for the title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> why not? They had to put Annabelle comes home. Uh, but also to Christina's points about like uh, the thing that I've been of the escape room. Um, there's also been several escape room movies, themed movies over the past couple years. And um, I've been guilty of watching a few of those on streaming. Um, one, The one that I did like is called, just called Escape Room. And I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, that was like has, the high end one. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're going to do Escape Room too. They are. I saw which I'm excited on. for because that one actually was like a that was like a smart like kind of movie. Yeah, for it. a lot of fun to watch. It was you know that was a you know kind of uh, 
like what hyped up what you would normally see in an escape room, but they just made it like dangerous, right? Like yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I was like, this is gonna kind of be cheesy. Like I, I don't think I'm gonna watch it. And then I watched it, and I was like, I was actually like, well done. Yeah, I feel like I secretly a lot of horror is escape room. People on the it stairs is. is an escape room. Well, like yeah, cabin <laughs> in the woods, in the escape room, right? Yeah, like basically, I feel like most horror is you're escaping something. Well, yeah, definitely. <laughs> You're running away from something. Or like there. a house or, yeah. A person. <laughs> mm-hmm. A puzzle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, do you have a camp counselor bag or calamity uh, corner? Or... I have a few items, but like. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> All right. In our next segment, uh, Camp Counselor Ben gives us tips and tricks for survival by telling us what's in his camp counselor bag. All right. So for this one, we're going to pull out of the uh, trusty old uh, water tank of the toilet here, um, wrapped in a lovely garbage bag because she's fashionable. So for this week, uh, what I would bring in order to survive, um, obviously a wet nap or like a disinfectant wipe because you're going to get cut open. You're going to have cuts on you or something. And you're, it's just going to get gross in there. And that bathroom looks disgusting. Um, I would also bring a bobby pin to try to work with those, like, uh, the locks. Because from what I've seen in movies, it's very easy to pick a lock with a bobby pin. Very easy. So I would just tuck that, you know, right there under the bang. Get that going. Um, and also, again, my tried and true Hello Kitty Band-Aids. Because when you cut your foot off, there's going to be a lot of blood. So you're going to need to, like, suture that up, okay? Uh, and let's see. What else? Are, oh, a backup cell phone. Yes. You always have to have your uh, burner phone on the side that can make calls out. Because <laughs> you're definitely going to need that. Um, but, yeah, that's what I would bring if I was trapped in a saw room. I probably wouldn't be able to because you'd probably snatch my bag. But, you know, try to sneak it in prison style. Uh <laughs> Oh, I guess that works with a cell phone, yeah. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so that would be my camp counselor uh, back for that. Um, definitely try to find ways to like uh, escape. But also too, um, I don't understand why they never just like try to pull the pipes off because they looked pretty rusted and gross. I was like, why would you not just try to? Dirty than than we thought. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe a ha- maybe we'll, maybe we'll bring a hammer too, you know, just to crack open those pipes. <laughs> but yes uh, definitely disinfectants definitely hello kitty uh, bandages and a bobby pin to escape that's what i would bring when he reached into that voodoo water i almost threw up that's what i'm saying yeah but also too like the clue was follow your heart why would you not look <laughs> on the part where it was the heart directly was that heart drawn in the doo water no Immediately, you think the tank, like the right. off the tank. Like, you no, know, the, you go I was like, the, my first thought would have been like, okay, the thing that holds, you know, that's hidden and that holds stuff. Let's try that first. But yes, that's my camp counselor bag. Disinfectants, yeah. Hello Kitties. All right. Well, that just about wraps up this week's episode of You Can't Hide. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at You Can't Hide Pod and also on Instagram at You Can't Hide Pod. Send us a movie suggestion, a critique, a compliment, a Love note at you can't hide pot at gmail.com. Until next week, we'll be in Six Flags. Yes. <laughs> <Corny>. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I'm good, huh?